What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another fun-filled adventure on Burnout Brighter. My name is Matt, and I'll be your host for this evening's events. This is episode 160. I'm joined, as always, by the incredible, the incredulous, the Akachin. Lou, what's up, dude? What's up, folks? Glad to be here. Good to see everyone. Warms my heart every time. And on this week's podcast, I am very, very excited. So excited, I almost screwed up the introduction because I, I almost intro the... I know you definitely right? did a PlayStation Drive intro. A hundred percent. Yeah, I was like, I, I ran face first into that because I usually start similarly. But this week, we're joined by the Supreme Court of Canada himself, Mr. Cotler Lone. What's going on, my dude? Hey, buddy. Yeah, that honestly, I was waiting. I was like, is he going to introduce me first? Because he's really going right into it. That, that was definitely <laughs> yeah. the PlayStation Drive intro there. I was going to say, so for anybody who's unaware somehow, you know, Court and I rock every each and every week on Carpool Gaming, on the PlayStation Drive, doing the PlayStation Drive together. And this has been a long time coming to finally get him back on Burnout to join us to talk all about himself, his journey into gaming, his journey into content creation, and so Oof. much more. But Court, if somehow somebody hasn't watched us on the PlayStation Drive together, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, Jesus, that... Oh man, that's a loaded question. Um, I am a uh, a dad first, um, mm. content creator second. Um, I'm I'm uh, I'm elderly. I'm I guess I'm the elder statesman in 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 the gaming industry. Um, I'm one of the elder statesmen, I guess I would call it. Um, but I've only been doing this for just over a year. Um, my background, believe it or not, is hockey, which is actually on the screen in front of me. Um, <laughs> on one of the screens, sorry. Um, my background is hockey, uh, and that's how I got into content creation. And then I just, I kind of fell off and just wasn't enjoying watching hockey anymore and talking mm. about hockey. And I realized talking to my brother and another person that was, I was doing a hockey podcast with, I ended up talking about video games more than anything else. And that's always been my passion. It's always been something that I've uh, truly enjoyed since the ghosts and goblins on the NES. Um, and I was old enough to, you know, <laughs> get that console <laughs> when it came out. Um, so that's kind of where it all started. I, I switched over and started doing a podcast called three dads and a console with two mm -hmm. huge Boston Bruins fans. Um, and we're just three dads and we were just chatting about games that, you know, cause we can't play games. I mean, Matt knows this more than anybody. Mm -hmm. I, I don't play games that are long and hard. I just, I don't have time for it. Mm -hmm. Um, so I play games that, you know, with my daughter, I play a lot of Disney dreams light. Like I play a ton of that game. Playing a lot of Grounded lately. I don't know why that's happening. Nice. And I even started going back into Assassin's Creed Valhalla. That's almost a punishment. But, <laughs> um, well, especially like I'm leaving for Florida. Like, I don't even know why I turned that on and played it. Like, Quite it literally in like sense. 36 hours. <laughs> yeah, seriously, it doesn't make any sense. So um, we'll, we'll yes. get into what's new in a sec. We'll, we'll talk yeah. about what we've been playing, what we've been up to. But yes, Court it's, is incredible. I've, there. I've been honored to rock with him for what all, six months now, dude. We've been doing the PlayStation Drive together. That that's what I'm saying. Wild, I'm it's, right. It's, it's, it's crazy for me to be totally honest. I'm, I'm very humbled to this experience. Um, for the fact that I've been doing video game content creation. I was lucky. Let's be honest. I walked into it. I, I had a guest <laughs> on my show who I do Xbox, uh, a with Matt. He's mm -hmm. like, Hey, we should do a YouTube thing. Let's see what happens. And then, you know, it, one thing led to another and I started like getting to know more people in the, industry i guess we'll call it um mm -hmm. and then i went out and had uh a dinner with uh matt mr <laughs> sean capri and ryan turford in toronto at uh fan expo and like literally yep. that's 
um, we all traded stories and Sean and I became very fast friends and uh, I'm with Carpool Gaming. It's right? just, I don't know, man. It's so weird. It's snowballed quick and it's snowballed in a fantastic way, dude, because you are one of the most talented people I've ever had the pleasure of working with. And this, listen, yes, luck is part of it, but you are also an incredibly awesome individual who puts their heart into everything that they do, which is why things have played out this way. But we're going to get into all that in a little bit. We're going to do a bit of a quick round of what's new, check in with each other, see what's been going on. And Lou, I'm going to start with you. What's new? What's been going on? Sure. Yeah. Uh, oh, geez. Let's see. You know, it's been kind of a busy couple weeks. Uh, I was mm-hmm. best man at a wedding. Yeah. So that's always a lot of work and a lot of stuff going on and a lot of money to spend and stuff. But it was a lot of fun. Um, but it's also like sort of the when it's done, the relief is of, of like, oh, it's finally over, you know. Yeah, um, the whole year is almost sort of divided in terms of before the wedding and then after the wedding. A hundred percent. I best manned back in June and literally like the anxiety and the tension that I had leading up to that. I was like, I'm so happy I'm doing this. But at the same time, holy shit. Yeah. You know, I feel you. Absolutely. Yeah. This is my third time being best man as well. So, um, yeah. It's, Popular. <clears throat> Dang. What, well, what, I, I've turned it down once. <laughs> <laughs> You're like uh, Jean-Paul Sartre turning down the Nobel well, Prize. <laughs> it, it, believe it or not, you, you, I am not good at public speaking. Um, yeah. I get very, uh, very nerve-wracked, very anxiety-filled. I don't know why. I can do content creation, no problem. Weird. Mm-hmm. But um, my my best friend was like, oh, you should be, you, you, uh, you want to be my best? I'm like, you know what? You really should pick your brother. <laughs> and, really and then he was like you want to be the mc and i'm like uh you really should pick your buddy adam um i don't think i'm the right guy it's okay you're yeah. like the quarterback I'll buy you're you like a bottle of scotch we'll make it happen which is funny that you've now become the you know the all things social for carpool and killing it for the guy who doesn't like putting himself out there to put himself out there in such a fantastic way court celebrate i killing know it. but it's 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 hard to talk in front of people I feel that you should. If you were at the Xbox showcase, you would have seen I was I was a mouse. I have I find that very hard to believe, Mm. but I'm glad the wedding went well, Lou. Things went well. You're now past it. You're you're in the clear of best man duties. Congratulations. For sure. Thank you. Yeah. Um, The uh, of course, in in terms of gaming, Mm. uh, World of Warcraft, Wrath of the Lich King. uh, Right. So I've been playing that. I've been leveling up to level 80. Um, I. Been, it's been really slow. <laughs> I forgot how uh, how long and arduous the journey to level eighty is, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm level seventy three right now, so it's going quite slowly. And um, yeah, other than that, still, you know, um, playing lots of Hearthstone, Hearthstone mm-hmm. Battlegrounds. New patch came out. Um, yeah, that's really about it with me. Um, of course, Dragon Ball Z too. We're, yeah, we're, watching, we're, we're going through Super right now. Nice. Um, enjoying it. And uh, yeah, that's really about it with me. What's going on with you, Matt? So hold on. Question time. How sure. is Super compared to, to Z slash Z Kai? Because like I've seen pieces of Super. I haven't like sat down and watched Super. Should I? Yeah. So I think I think it's good. Um, there are some things about Dragon Ball Z when you're watching it that make you that you sort of have those those moments. That's like, OK, this is an old show. Mm-hmm. The show came out a while ago. Um, there's some some sort of eclectic humor in it and and stuff like that. The animation's not so not so high fidelity, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, still a great show, and I think the animation is still probably better in Dragon Ball Z. But Super feels like a more up to date kind of show. Nice uh, feels like a show you could see on television today. Um, of course, it just came out in 2015, so of, of course it's probably still in syndication. But 
Um, yeah, no, Super is definitely worth watch. Um, cool. It introduces some really great characters and great ideas. And uh, yeah, highly suggest uh, checking it out. Nice. I'll take. I'll have to take a watch. Court, so were you ever a Dragon you've Ball been guy? Been a best man three times. I just have one mm-hmm. question. How yeah, many sure. things do you have your initials on? Because like <laughs> obviously, like you always get like the beer mug or you get the cufflink. Have you had the double yeah. gift yet? Sorry, say again. Have you got the double? Like, do you have? You obviously probably have a flask. I'm, I'm yes. just going out of a limb here. Oh yeah, probably okay. already got Hold the on. flask. Now flask it's doubled up. Flask yeah. beer stein is an is a very common one. Cufflinks. You got both of those. Great. Whiskey, whiskey glass. Yeah. And cufflinks. Uh, so, okay. So I've got, I've, I've got the flask. Yeah. I've got the beer glass. So it's not yep. a stein okay. per se, but it's a glass. So that was a good yeah. guess. And then I've got a pin, a gold pin. Ooh. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's, that's a little different. Nice. Yeah. What did you, what, what gives did you gift court? What were your uh, wedding party uh, I, so I had a um, destination wedding. Yes, um, you did. The second time. Um, <laughs> no, seriously. Uh, the first wedding I gave out, um, cufflinks with people's mm-hmm. initials on it. And then my best man got a diamond in his, Ooh. um, yeah, but they're not, it's just it's tiny diamonds. Like, come on. It's almost like a cuber zirconium. I wasn't bowling. <laughs> trust me. I was like in my, my late twenties. I just, it, I didn't have the money. Um, my second wedding, I gave each individual person in my, uh, wedding party, a gift that reminded me of them or what we grew up with. So like my buddy Ben, he, we used to call him a a nerd all the time. And he used to have that Casio calculator watch and he loved that thing. (laughs) Didn't have any more. So I tracked one down and bought him one of those. No way. Yeah. And then my, uh, one of my really good buddies loves playing guitar and we're away all the way up in in Mexico and you can't really fit much. So I got him, two of the guys, they really love playing music. So I got them both ukuleles while we're in Mexico. That's cute. Yeah. And then um, I got my brother. What did I get? My Oh, I paid for my brother to be there. That's a mm. sick gift. Good gifts. Good gifts. Yeah, I did like custom belts for, for my guys. And I got everybody matching Tommy Bahama outfits. So the, the pants and the shirt. Yeah. Yeah, I did the, the clothes as well. I also did a destination. I didn't know you did a destination wedding in Mexico, Court, because I did, yeah. a destination, did a destination wedding in Mexico. Look at us. I did it at Mayan Riviera. Mm, if if you nice. for a second were to tell me that we did it at the same resort, I would lose Coba? my absolute fucking mind. No, I did it at the fives. Yeah, but, no, we did it at the Coba, which is it's a very nice resort. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's hilarious because to get weed, you got to get on the trolley to go over to the other. I mean, it's PG. Uh, this is different. No, for you, right? no, no, you got to yeah, get on the R-rated. trolley because you can't get it on yours. You got to go to the cheaper motel. So you got to get on like today. First, you go to the Hacienda, you get dropped off there to get on another trolley to take you over. And then you just get this bag of sass. And it's just like, What's the point of this? Mm-hmm. But uh, those were the days, you know, but yep. it was, I love Mexico. It was great. I want to go back. The Haciendas where they got all the food and it's just like you walk into the bar and it's just like tacos there. everywhere. Like, yep. Jesus. Yeah. Mexico is super awesome. Yeah, no, we, um, we Besides definitely. the whole pack that you can get kidnapped there and like, you know. <laughs> yeah, we really yeah, we didn't really Besides leave the, the resort. Human trafficking. Yeah, <laughs> just glaze yeah. over that like, one. Seriously, don't leave the resort or. It it was more concerning when you got on the bus and your bus driver's got a gun. And he's like, "Well, if we get pulled over," and I'm like, "What do you mean if we get pulled over?" He's like, "Well, you know, it can happen if if it's good." In the in the words of Hercules, um, yeah, no, we uh we definitely didn't have people um you know bring gummy edibles and stuff along with them uh for for our well, trip. see older yeah, different times that, that different didn't times. exist back then. Yeah, this so was like seventy five like, years uh, ago. Well, that's the thing. I just went to Pearl Jam. 
and my wife is like rolling <laughs> a joint, and I'm like, "What are you doing?" She's like, "Dude, oh, your wife's oh, cool." Smoking. I'm like, "No one smokes weed at concerts anymore." She's like, "What do you yes, mean?" They do. Like, well, no, 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 not trust me. As someone who just put to Pearl Jam, everybody there in the world was on edibles. It was hilarious. Oh, fair, the people fair, in front of us fair. were like laughing. She's like, the lady behind us turned and was like, "He's wanting to join," and she's like talking to her husband. She's like, "Why didn't she just eat a gummy?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Oh my god, she's not wrong." Dude, like, your mom, your your mom. Wow, your wife's hardcore. Wow. I love that. Yeah, no, I slipped mm. into that one. Yeah, Oedipal complex. Anyways, yeah, uh, <laughs> Court, what's been going on with you? What's new? See, it's so weird when you say that, considering you know everything that's going on with me. Um, I'm going to Florida tomorrow. Not tomorrow, yeah, Wednesday. So mm-hmm. I'm leaving for Florida. I'm uh, lucky enough to where the area I'm going did not really get hit by the hurricane. It did, but Good. it didn't. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to the Tampa Bradenton area, which if you were watching the news was originally like ground zero. And then the thing turned at the last minute and it hit Palm Springs. Unfortunately, I feel so mm-hmm. sorry for everybody there, but, uh, it worked out for me to take my six year old daughter to Disney world for the first time ever. So thank you, hurricane. Thank you. Yeah. I yeah. guess. Thanks for going Adam or Alan or Ivan Ian. 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 Hurricane Ian. So that is what's going on with me. I'm going to uh, I'm going to get a lightsaber, and I'm yes, going to get are. an Indiana Jones hat. See, it's you know exactly what's going on with me. So you know it's funny, Court. I tweeted out that that um, the picture from what we do in the shadows, where the hat kind of looks like the Indiana Jones hat, and you're like, I'd rock that. And I was like, Yes, but I would never want you to wear. That. Have you ever watched the show? No, I kind of. So that is on. I think it's on Crave. It's on Disney Plus, actually, in Canada. Oh, okay. So it's on Disney. So I'm, I'm, I'm literally loading up my iPad with things right now. I've, I watched Peaky Blinders on my flight to Texas, as I told nice. you before. Um, and so I'm trying. I'm finishing City on the Hill, which is a show about Boston, uh, and the crime in the '80s. Boston. Everything about Boston. That it definitely Boston. not British. Yeah, like wow, that was. Um, <laughs> I'm known for my accent. Wicked smart. <laughs> You know, Boston. Wicked's not Boston. Yeah, wicked. Awesome. There we go. And they don't really, if you talk that way, they kind of hate you for that. But um, <laughs> that's okay. I do it all the time. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm just downloading shows. So I'll, I'll take any advice. I, I downloaded, you know, a movie I haven't seen yet. And everybody tells me it's amazing. is Tick, Tick, Boom. So that's on I Netflix. So I'm, I supposedly unbelievable. Oh, and I know the other one I wanted to watch. A green, Green Knight. Oh, I got to write this down. Oh, it's, it's okay. I wasn't the big, I fell asleep halfway through and didn't restart it. Really? Well, yeah. Okay. Don't take offense to this, but usually you and I have the exact opposite in taste. Like you right. guys just talked about JRPGs and anime for a minute. Yeah. I zoned out. Yeah. I just saw, I just saw like your spirit leave your body for a it second. It just <laughs> in out, in out, but it's fine. But, but to be fair, I have to be fair. Game, Cause I knew you talk about that stuff. I know you did. Um, I just it was very very slow and not a lot was happening for large periods of time um i i think it's made very well and it's very aesthetically pleasing and like i i'm all about the slow burn i enjoy you know character pieces this just had a lot of nothing going on for long amounts of periods of time um and i watched it on a plane actually funny enough and passed right out and i was when i woke back up i was like i'm not gonna bother going back um so mind you, I need to only download stuff that I my daughter's gonna be sitting beside me. So I have to watch. Like I wanted to download that new Zach Afron show that's on um Apple. Oh, the it's movie about the Vietnam War. And I'm like, yeah, uh, the, the beer run thing. Yeah. It looks amazing. But I can't watch that in front of her. I would tell you not to maybe download what we do in the shadows then, because that is uh Oh, there's 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 there's, there's it's just it's about it's about vampires, there's blood and stuff, there's just other oh, stuff yeah. going on. No, no. I would recommend 
So I'll hop into my what's new for a second. I got hooked. Well, not hooked, but I watched the first episodes of the new show Reboot, also on oh, no, Disney+. I've, Plus. I've watched them all. So good. Oh, so good. Actually, Have you heard of it, Lou? The episode isn't the no. best. No, it's okay. But then it yeah. gets really good. I think the yeah. end of the third episode, I was like, oh, I'm in. Mm-hmm. Um, it has like uh, Keegan-Michael Key and Judy Greer and Johnny Knoxville. And basically wow. like the setup for the show is that like they used to be on a sitcom in the 80s. And now they're like rebooting the sitcom in like a dark and like mysterious way kind of thing. And it's like it's about them making the show. And it's a comedy. It's fun. Johnny it's Knoxville good... is hilarious. In it. He's so good. Mom? Oh, yeah. my God. So good. Um, yeah. So that's been really good. Um, what we do in the shadows. But yeah, the point of the why I brought that up, that ha- that hat is is cursed and is made out of a witch's asshole. Oh, so, I like that. Which yeah, that's what can be nice. I know, but it's cursed. And it's like a running thing in the show that sh- this hat shows up multiple times. And I was like, I, you would rock that hat, but please don't wear that hat. Nothing good happens to anybody who wears that hat. I'm going to be rocking Hawaiians. That's what I need to pack for Florida. Hawaiians. Got to hit the tech with the specs. That guy is drip central, Mr. Steve McVarry. Yeah, in nerd drip, but that's it's I know, fine. But it looks good. I don't mind. I don't mind. Um, in terms of other stuff I've been up to, uh, Sana and I got hooked on uh, Indian matchmaking. Uh, it's a show on Netflix. Brain numbing. Absolutely brain numbing. Listening to these people, basically the setup of the show is they take like a famous matchmaker from India and the, you basically follow her around as she tries to set people up. Some of these people, it's I don't understand how they're real people. That like it's genuinely watching this, like, and I'm not one for like reality TV and stuff, especially in that vein. I was recommended to it, it was recommended to me by a few different people, and I was like, fine, I'll check it out. It's a lot of fun. Court, if like if you and your wife are looking for just a stupid show to watch together, same with you, you and Julia Lou. If you guys are looking for just a, a, a turn off your brain and consume show, this is right up that alley because it's so stupid. And listening to these people, it's just like how are you real? And then you see them go on first dates and stuff. And you're sitting there that are going like, I feel my entire inside crumbling in the best way. It's just, it's so bad. It's good. It's one of those things. Um, and uh, yeah, I've also been making my way through Cobra Kai. I'm on like season, I'm at the end of season three. Now the show's all right. I don't think it's the best show. The fight choreography is okay. Have you watched the court? It's the most overrated show on Netflix because the amount of people that tell me it's so amazing and it's someone that grew up watching The Karate Kid and watched all of it. And then I watched I I felt like I forced myself to watch the season one and I'm like, I don't get it. I, I get I'm it. in the same boat. I don't know why I continue to watch it, but I do. People are like singing the praises of I've seen people talk about the show for years and years and yep. years. And people are like, I cried in every episode in season five like this. It's just so much going on. And I'm like, OK, I'm in season three. I'm at the end of season three. And, like, I, I tried to be easy on it at first. I was like, this was a YouTube show before it became, like, a full-budget Netflix thing or whatever whatever yeah, thing that they were doing. Though. I know. It's it's fine. It's aggressively fine. I don't know fine. why I keep watching it, but I keep watching It's fine. No, I keep watching it, though. because everybody else says it's good. So you go on Twitter and, like, the like, yes. of the world, they're like, this is yeah. the greatest show ever. And then I reply to them and go, it's trash. Um, it is not as good as the movies. It's not even close. And you're watching it because you think it's cool, I guess. I don't know, because it's like the acting is very bad. The storylines are meh. I just, I don't know. You know what? Dude, there's so much more better. There's Andor. There is uh, Lord of the Rings. There is Game of Thrones. Way better than the garbage you're watching. I just, I, but the thing is, I'm caught up on, on Andor. Andor's real, real good. Really enjoying it. I don't know if I'm ready to trust Game of Thrones yet, honestly, as, as a whole IP. 
trust it. I've heard it's really good, but I don't it's know, really dude. For me, good. like, I've read all the books. I keep waiting for the next book. I watched the show, hated the last three seasons, and it's just like I just don't know if I'm ready to care again about Game of Thrones Aww. as an IP. You can you can care again? And Lord of the Rings is amazing. I've heard Lord of the Rings really good. It, like people were singing, especially the last episode. Apparently, it's fantastic. Lou, have you watched either House of the Dragons or Lord yeah. of the Rings? <clears throat> Yeah, I've uh, House of the Dragon is worth worth watching for sure. Um, I was surprised. I had no expectations going into it, so maybe that's why it it surpassed. Uh, you know, the, no the, expectations. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, um, but no, it's surprisingly good. I actually was just watching uh, the latest episode uh, an hour ago, and um, yeah, Lord of the Rings is cool too. I've got a friend who's a hardcore um, Tolkien fan. Went to school. Um, to study Tolkien and all this and dang um he I watched it with him and uh he was uh surprised by it as well he thought you know it's not they're 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 taking some liberties with the source material but he said um ultimately it's really some really cool ideas going on and as a show it's fantastic of course I'm just he was just speaking from from the like a lore perspective right but um no both great shows uh, definitely worth watching Um, all right I'll yeah. download them both before my flight and I'll, I'll give them I'll give them each a try. Lord of the Rings, I like I'm hundred percent in on watching. I just haven't watched it yet. Game of Thrones, I'm kind of like, all right. Like I keep hearing how good it is. I just don't know if I want to care. Like I know we've talked about this map, but I'm like done with movie theaters. Just let me have it all either on it. Like most like the last couple Marvel movies, I know Matt, I know Matt, we've talked about that. They could have just been TV shows. Like, it's so funny you movies? say that. Because everybody's complaining about the Disney Plus shows that they should have just been movies. It's funny. Oh, they're crazy pants, people. You know what? They don't got. They're not married. They don't live at home, or they don't have kids, <laughs> and they're like in their twenties. I'm like, I want to go to the movies because I've got all this time on my hands. Well, guess what? I'm the one with the disposable income, and I don't got all the time on my hands. So you know what? You're gonna watch them at home, all right? Until you Listen. get to my to to my like area in life when you get older and you got all the disposable income and you're you're the re- what they market to. Suck mm-hmm. it. For now, it's marketed to us. The only reason I still go to theaters is for Marvel movies or anime movies that have not released anywhere else. So yet. you get very disappointed then, because like Doctor Strange, not good. Thought, so I, you listen. I'm also Thor, an, I'm also a diehard. I, not. I loved good. Thor. I loved Thor. Multiverse of Matt. Multiverse of Madness was all right, but I like Taika. Thor was I, great I, until the very end, and then you're like, really? Yeah, it was. Yeah, but um, really? I got my Wakanda Forever tickets this morning. Stoked about mm. that. You know, that'll sure. be fun. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah. know, man. The Marvel, I it's not that I'm marveled out because I'm actually really enjoying She-Hulk. Right. I think I almost like the Marvel comedies over the Marvel action, except Falcon and Winter Soldier. Thought that was amazing. So good. Really good. All right. So that's what's new. That's basically what we've been talking about. Court, I, I want to talk about you because we talk every week, but we talk we talk about everything except ourselves i feel like every week okay we'll try you know that. what i mean i want to dig into things a little bit so you mentioned before at the top of the show you got started with the nes you got started back in the day tell us a little bit about your journey through gaming where like what were some of your journey favorite consoles through- looking back yeah what are some of your favorite consoles oh. looking back some of your favorite yeah. games tell us a little bit about, about the process of becoming court for, for me it's kind of funny when i when i talk about these consoles people are always just like well no such and such was a better console I'm like it for in my gaming always and will always truly be about experiences and about mm-hmm. what i share and this and that like right now i am loving video games because i share with my daughter but mm-hmm. for me the nes was the very first console i ever played i i was lucky enough to be in massachusetts at the time i was at uh friends of my parents um uh 
we were at their house and they had just gotten back from Japan. So they nice. had a Nintendo, they had Mario, Ghost and Goblins, and one other game. Son of a gun, I can't even think of it right now. I think it was RBI Baseball, believe it or not. Um, and Me- no, Mega Man. Sorry. It was nice. Mega Man. Uh, and I, the very first time I ever played a video game, because I hadn't even played a Coleco or anything like that. I hadn't, um, I had played on a Commodore 64, but those, like if anybody remembers, like even Transformers was just so brutally bad. Um, but we would always play like, um, the Olympic games. Cause those were like, at least you could just play on the keyboard. It was a lot easier, but games mm-hmm. on the Commodore 64, they were pretty rough. Um, I didn't really play on the Atari, but the Nintendo is where I first was like, just happened and the very first game i ever played was ghost and goblins that must have been and isn't that game notoriously hard it's a hard game unbelievably hard not like it's just literally i i make this joke all the time when like all oh everybody on the social media is like oh elden ring so hard i'm like you know what go finish ghost and goblins you little bitch like <laughs> come on now shut up like i finished ghost and goblins it was like the hardest thing ever but i'm not good at that anymore but that game you get two lives you don't realize this because you can't get hit when you get to the Dracula. Because guess what? After you beat Dracula, he shoves you all the way back to the end. And he's like, you know that armor you're wearing? Bye-bye. Now you got to do it. And there won't be any drops of armor throughout the way. But one of my favorite things about that game and a lot of the 8-bit games on the Nintendo were the soundtracks. Like That yes. Ghost and Goblin soundtrack, uh, Mega Ran does a remix of it. And it's one of my favorite songs. Like, it's so good. And it's in Ghosts and Goblins, like, if if you're about to die, like, the, the, the beat speeds up. There was mm-hmm. so many good games on the NES, but that's also, like, just in my brain. Like, RBI yep. Baseball, I, I was really good at that game. You know, Fat Guy, Skinny Guy, and then you had NHL, uh, like, Ice Hockey. But then I moved on to the Super Nintendo, and that was kind of when I was... I was the first concert my brother bought. My brother's three years older than me. And so we okay. got that with Super Mario uh, World. And that became like, oh, my God. Like, this is the greatest game of all time. And then I think we got um, Zelda. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we got Punch-Out, which was just... Psh, and then it happened. NHL PA 92. <laughs> the year released. I was born. Everybody talks about how, like, um, the Sega Genesis had... So NHL 91, NHLPA 91 was the Sega Genesis one. But everybody mm-hmm. always talks about NHL 93 being that quintessential game. Like, well, technically, it was called NHLPA Hockey first. So it came out on Sega Genesis first. I didn't have it, but my neighbor did. So I would go over and play it. But then I got it on the Super Nintendo. I played that game so much that my brother's friends would come over after high school. And they would just come over and I would just run the gambit on them. I'm like, I was like, <laughs> if you want to play on the Super Nintendo, that's no problem. But you got to beat me at this game. And I still, to this day, I have a mini Super Nintendo behind me here, and I can still go through and play NHL 93, NHL 94, because, I, I, you know, I unlock them. Yeah. And I can <laughs> run the gambit on anybody, and I don't know why. Just rinse. Yeah, and then became Street Fighter. Like, everybody played Street Fighter on the Super Nintendo. Um, we had a drop-down ceiling in our basement, and my brother would get so mad when someone would beat him or something. We had indents of the left and right bumpers in the ceiling. <laughs> you could tell like a Super Nintendo controller. It just, he got it in there perfect. Um, and that's when Nintendo Thumb came out. People talk about like, I just got the injury on my arm from, so Nintendo oh. Thumb is from when okay. you're on the on the D-pad and it's from Street Fighter. 
Like that's when like you would go to school and people would be like talking about war wounds because you're, like you're you got a callus on your thumb that you can't play the game anymore because we all played Street Fighter. It wasn't when you go on Twitter now and such and social media, people were talking about what game they're playing. Back mm. in the day, we were all playing the same game. Seriously. Yeah, yeah like, like growing up all like playing I remember, the same game. I remember the and first there the was first, no internet. Like, I know. Right. And like, the first cognizant memory I have of like a moment like that was Super Smash Bros. That's the first one for me that I'm just like, I remember all of us calling each other and be like, if you do this, this and this, you're going to unlock this and this character. It was all bullshit. But like just that 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 down that rabbit hole thing of being like, what are you doing? No, what are you doing? What are you doing? Games we were talking about that. And wild, we, we joke right? about how how did we all figure out the Konami code? We all <laughs> did it when we were in public school in I was in Pickering, Ontario and there was no was Nintendo Power wasn't even out yet. We all figured out the, the Konami code. We also figured out on Super Mario where all the extra lives were or how to warp. We actually figured out how to warp in Super Mario Bros. 3 because of the wizard, the movie. So the, movie, the <laughs> game hadn't come out yet. So they to advertise the game, they put it in Wizard of the Movie, and they, that's when you found the flutes. So then yeah. we we're like, oh, my God, that's how you, you go to the white thing. You drop down and you can go over because the wizard showed us how. So but, hold on. Like, let me ask. Do you still yeah. remember the Konami code? Up, up, down, right, uh, left, right, A, B, select, start. I think up, up, down, down, left, right, left, left right, right, left, right, A, B, select, A, B, start. start. Something like that. Yeah. Does that sound right? Sounds right to me. Yeah. yeah it's, um, and, and we would, my brother, we used to draw the maps for Zelda. And then we also had the arcades back then. You had Bad Dudes. You had WrestleMania. You had Top Gun. All these games that you could only play in the arcade. And then the N64 came out. And it's 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 funny how many people cherish this console, and it yep. was the one console that the PlayStation came out like not too long after it. Yeah, yeah. And it was like the- no one cared. Like it was, I I laugh. I think a lot of the younger generation really likes it because it was the console that the older brother or cousin or older gave away for free and was like, here you can go play with this one. <laughs> because you know- it's it's so true because like Mario was awesome, but the rest of the games weren't that good. We played See, GoldenEye, and we didn't care mm-hmm. about anything else. The N64 for me, I remember, because similarly, like, my cousin had it. And just to fact check ourselves, Konami code is up, up, down, down, up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B-A. Um, oh, okay. We The start, the select start was also in my mind. I don't yeah. I don't know why. Maybe they added it in the Super Nintendo? Maybe. Um, mm. But yeah, the, the N64, my cousin got it first. So him and I are the same age. And I remember, I remember, yeah, Super Mario 64, we played that religiously at his place. 1080 skateboarding golden eye and then the, the only reason then i finally jumped on the n64 was smash bros i remember going to church yeah. and like we, we would go to church every sunday back in the day and my mom was like i was begging her for months and i was like she's like if we you if we go to church and i'm gonna ask you questions about what the priest said after church and you get all the <laughs> questions right i'll buy you an n64 you better believe i paid attention like i never fucking paid attention before to that mass Got all the questions right. Went to fucking Zellers and bought a bought an N sixty four, and off to the races we went. Bad deal, eh? You could have got a PlayStation way better. I had a PlayStation <laughs> already, actually, because the PlayStation oh. was my first console. My dad got it for me for Christmas the year it came out. Yeah, so like when the PlayStation came out, we could get because most of us, I guess I was a teenager. Most of the games we wanted to play were um, Grand Theft Auto and mm-hmm. Metal and Gear Solid sports games. Yeah, no, Metal Gear Solid really. It was there, but it was it was more growing up where I lived we're all playing hockey and True. we want to play NHL. The better mm-hmm. version of NHL was on the PlayStation. There was no version of NHL. NHL 97 or 96 came out on the N64. It had Lindros on it. It was garbage. 
like absolute garbage. So we only play we played it on the PlayStation and then we got Tomb Raider and then you get all these games on the PlayStation. You're like, yeah. And I never went back to Nintendo. My brother stayed. He got the GameCube. He kept going with the consoles. Mm-hmm. That's when I became a PlayStation guy and then got the PlayStation 2, went away to university, forgot about video games for a long time. Um, Well, I'd say five years, but it felt like mm-hmm. a long time at the time. And then I got my first job and the Xbox 360 was coming out. And I was living in downtown Toronto and the future shop across the street from us had like a last um, <laughs> the night before. And my roommate at the time was like, hey, I'm going to go line up and get this thing. I'm like, you know what? Grab me one. He's like, you don't even play video games. I'm like, grab me one. And he's like, what game do you want? I'm like, I don't know. Um, and I played Call of Duty on the PC. So I'm like, Call of Duty. And that was the funny part. Like, Call of Duty was an old game. By the time it finally came to consoles, yeah. it'd been on the yeah. PC for a while. So I'm like, all right, mm-hmm. grab me Call of Duty. And it was over. I grabbed Call of Duty. Was I finished it. I finished it on that. Like, I finished it on hard. It didn't matter. I, I ran the table with that game. And then Assassin's Creed came out. And then Bioshock came out. And then once Bioshock came out, I was, uh, my mind got blown. I was in, I was caring about achievements. And then right at the end of the life cycle, um, right before I moved, I I quit my job and I had the summer of court. I bought a PlayStation 3 because I wanted to try Uncharted. So Uncharted 1, 2, and 3. I bought 1, 2, and 3. I bought Infamous 1 and 2. And I bought nothing else. And then my xbox started collecting dust so let me ask you this because i feel like and uh, lou i'm gonna ask you after too because i'm curious because i feel like something that from that era that is like very definitively lives in my memory that i feel like just isn't a thing anymore was the midnight launch you know what i mean you'd go mm-hmm. you'd line up midnight the store would open back up you'd go in is there is there a game from your memory that you think of like when you think of the midnight launch is there one in your mind that you're like that's the one when i think grand of midnight theft launches auto. yeah grand theft auto hey. which one well Grand Theft Auto 4? 4 would have been 360. The, um, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah that would be 4. So because yeah. I got, it's the with uh, Miko Bella. The, like the, the Russian, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Very, that was the only one because I was lucky enough. There was a mom and pop uh, store that was near my house. that I worked for Enterprise Rent-A-Car and I'd rent cars. And where we lived in uh, Young and Ag, where I was living, he would rent cars from us all the time. So I'd be like, I'll give you a deal if you let me have the game when it's in. So like he would call the branch and be like, I remember I had NHL like almost two weeks before it came out. I remember I got wow. Assassin's Creed two, like a week and a half before it came out. I got it for retail. He just mm-hmm. called me up and be like, okay, come at the end of the day because he didn't, he, he wrote receipts down. He didn't actually have a, so he could give us <laughs> I was getting every game. And then the store closed. And no. that's when I had to start like not getting games before everybody. ever used to think that I was like our game reviewer. Cause I'd have the game so early. <laughs> that is amazing lou is there is, have, did you ever, ever go to any midnight launches what's the one that stands out yes definitely there's one that stands out for me and that would be halo 3 uh so it was september 2007 mm-hmm. and uh lining up at eb games um to get halo 3 of course uh was in uh grade 9 or grade 10 i think it was i can't remember something now, like but, that yeah. yeah 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 and um yeah what a game and and if you if you were there on the midnight release day you'd get a shirt that said i pwn noobs <laughs> and at the time we were like imagine wearing this to school that would be incredibly embarrassing and Can you imagine we- like rocking up on like civvy's day and i pwn noobs like you'd yes. fucking never get a girlfriend for the rest of your high school days yeah. oh yeah 
I wonder if you could find those shirts on eBay now. I, I should probably check. Halo 3 release day, iPhone noob shirt. That would be hilarious. I, um, You know, it's funny. I remember the launch. I don't think I got the shirt. I don't really? think, because that's right. the one that stands out to me too. I remember going with my buddy and lining up hours before. Maybe they ran out or something, because I think we were like, I don't know, 10th or 12th in the line or something. But yeah, mm. that's, the, that's the midnight launch that stands out to me too, just because I remember going home and being like, I know I have school tomorrow, but yeah. I want to play at least a bit. <laughs> totally, yeah. Oh, good times. Yeah, Midnight I went launch to the bar. I, I went out to the bar and came back, and the, the console was in my house. <laughs> yeah, that's it's, it's changing up the times. Okay, so we got to the PS3, and uh, that, and that's when you kind of, you know, the 360 and the PS3 era brought you back into gaming. Yep. And then? And then, yeah. um, that well, that then it became hardcore. Then I was on IGN. I found Podcast Beyond, Greg Miller. Yes. Um, and then I'm watching E3. I'm getting I'm getting that PS4 as soon as it comes out. I'm getting the PS4 Pro as soon as it came out. Mm-hmm. I bought an Xbox One. I had it for a whole finish Sunset Overdrive and return it. Because um, <laughs> everything about that console drove me absolutely crazy how long it took to do things. TV, TV, I, TV, I'll say this. TV, I don't care. Like, TV. I love an Xbox now. And you know that. Like, that console sucked. Mm-hmm. That was probably yeah. the most disappointing console ever in the history of consoles. GameCube was better than the Xbox One. Okay. <laughs> The Wii U was better than the Xbox One. The Ooh. Xbox One had the longest load times I've ever seen in the history of a console. The download speeds on any game. I remember getting the Master Chief Collection and never playing it because it was like five hours. And I'm hooked up to the landline and I'm like, nah. Like it, I don't, it was so poorly designed. I don't even understand. I still think the concept of having TV and all that kind of, I think it was ahead of its time. Just like I think Stadia is ahead of its time. Um, the technology is just not there yet. And if you look at what the Xbox One is, it's kind of what consoles do now. Just mm-hmm. it was back then. But being an online always on and the terrible Wi-Fi and terrible everything made zero sense. Um, so PlayStation 4 all the way, PlayStation 4 Pro. And then we get to PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X where I, for the first time ever in a console generation, I use both. Hmm. Like, yep. I, I've talked about this, Matt. I, I do a PlayStation show but I will buy wherever Digital Foundry says the better version of the game is. So I and still love my, I got my Platinum. I got my my Last of Us Platinum. I will Platinum God of War. I Platinum Spider-Man. I'll Platinum those games that I can, mm-hmm. um, but I'll still get my achievements. Like I, um, when I get game codes, nine times out of 10, I just ask for an Xbox code. Um, That's because fair. the Xbox Series X has quick resume. Yeah, and Matt knows that's my favorite thing of all time. If it's an online only game, it doesn't. It's it's yeah. I'll I'll, I'll probably play it on PlayStation because I like the controller a little bit better. Mm-hmm. But if it is not, and it's a single player campaign driven game, and it's a third party and not a first party game, I'm playing it on Xbox because of Quick Resume. That's the greatest feature ever invented in video games. It's so good. It's such a good feature. And yeah, like similarly, like it wasn't until this generation that I came back to Xbox from the 360 and it was Game Pass. Game Pass is just like, there's, it's such an instant buy-in. Like so many games just sitting there waiting for you. It's just way too good. So I'm glad, Court, because this this brings us full circle. This brings us back to the, the presence of today. But I feel like, and, and you know, we, we've talked about this on the PlayStation Drive, and it's something that I really, I've always wanted to dig more into with you, because I think, like you mentioned, gaming for you over the last year has changed, mm-hmm. right? Like, you 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 know, it, things have changed. Your daughter's gotten to the point now where 
She's understanding the controls. She's understanding what's going on. She's she actually takes, asking to play in games, no, right? She doesn't even ask anymore, dude. She so this this controller right here, which is the twentieth anniversary. She has yes. her own custom design lab one downstairs in the basement, and she's like, "No, daddy, that's that's for the downstairs Xbox." And it <laughs> says it says her name, and it says Princess beside it. But this one has become hers. So we're going to Florida. And she's like, Daddy, well, we're bringing the Xbox. I'm like, well, honey, I, I don't want to bring it. <laughs> it's a big pain in the butt. And she's like, but you were playing video games with me when you were in Texas. And I was like, well, I just brought the laptop and we can just, she's like, what? I was like, what well, do you, you can just bring the laptop and you can just play through the cloud. And she was like, so that's what we're going to do. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, we're going to do that. Um, and that's the other thing about Xbox that I, Matt and I literally just had this conversation yesterday that we want PlayStation to do. The fact that I can just, there's a laptop over there. Um, and thank you, Xbox Canada for sending me with said laptop, um, that I can just flip open, open the Xbox app and play whatever I want. And if it's on my console, I can still play it. So like uh-huh. I am purposely going to be downloading a bunch of games onto my console so that if I want to play them, like a first party game, if I get up early at the house in Florida, I can play it. Um, I am trying to figure out a way because NHL comes out while I'm gone to download it to my con, like get my father-in-law to come to my house and download it onto my Xbox so that when I'm away in Florida, I can still play this game because you can't, that won't work. Um, Mm -hmm. I've tried to do, I was in Texas and I tried to to upload a game. I tried to have Deathloop. I had to play Deathloop stream and mm, mm didn't work out so well but if you can download it if i can get it onto my my console i can download it onto my laptop because they let you do that yep so then let me ask you this because i feel like i feel like you know with the birth of your daughter and i mean that obviously led you to three dads in a podcast which is you know where i would where your gaming content creator life started i would i would guess gaming yes that literally three dads in a console was it was it also by so the then, way this is mm-hmm. the greatest controller of all time a dual sense is great and all, but this is that the Halo one, the Halo edition uh, series two elite. This it doesn't break. Like every, you know, I know elite controllers break. This thing doesn't break. It is so concave and color. I've, t- I've talked about about this. The thing I don't like about the dual sense is a little bit big, but I love the haptic. I think mm-hmm. haptic is you put haptic in this and you have the per- like it just feels like a mitt and it, and it's Halo. Like it's <laughs> it's so good looking, right? Like, it's, oh, nice yeah. it's so nice. It's so Mind nice. You, the, the edge is coming out, right? We'll see how that is. Yeah, we'll see. But then would you, okay, so then would you say that like, was it the birth of your daughter that helped your journey into video game content creation? Would you go as, you know what I mean? Well, kind of. So I, I was already doing the hockey stuff right before mm-hmm. she was born because I, I, I found myself at home a lot more because my wife and I weren't going out. So yeah. that's when I started all the hockey podcasting. But the birth of my daughter got me to meet the people that I do the co- the podcast about video games now. So yes, do you know what? Yes, right. That is exactly because I wouldn't have met Waba and I wouldn't have met Pez because our thing in common was we all had brand new kids, so we were always talking about it. we we would do doing a hockey podcast and it would end up just us talking about Breath of the Wild and whether I liked it and they liked it and our kid and we had someone like in a in a doer review of our hockey podcast one time. I was like. You guys don't talk about hockey like <laughs> oh yeah and that like we were and that's i one time in our discord chat i was like so do you want to just not do the hockey one and just start a video game podcast and we're <laughs> actually in the middle of right now at uh, three dads to just drop the console part and just call it three dads podcast 
we're actually thinking about doing that because we end up talking about like Disney Plus or Disney Plus a lot. Like Bluey is the greatest TV show ever, um, ever. And there's things will go in like if Pez goes sees a brand new Marvel movie with his daughter, we'll we'll talk about that for the whole episode. Or we had a psychologist on or if we have someone's having a bad time with their kid and they come on and they talk about that. So we're like, OK, are we? But we still going to talk about video games. It's weird. Hmm. It's I don't know, man. You're when you have a kid, it you're you're everything changes everything. And I find that so fascinating that, you know, because of the birth of Emma and everything that's happened since, it's kind of like brought you, it's helped bring you to where you are today. So then tell me about the last couple of years, especially the last year, especially as she became more cognizant of what she was doing. And, you know, like you said, there was games this in this past year that she was like, daddy, when is this coming out? Daddy, when is this coming out? How has that experience been for you now that she's at a point where you really are sharing the experience in a way that is that different from before? Like, tell me about it. Well, it it was something that I wanted. I, well, I thought I wanted it. But now when, like, she straight up, like, gets up in the morning, we have breakfast. And, like, I used to come up here and, like, play the show or, like, play a game. <laughs> and she's already, like, we have, as Matt knows, I have a pile of PS5s and Xboxes. A mountain um, that he sits, like a throne made out of PS5 and plates and everything. So she and just comes upstairs and she uses my office, which I, I like my office because I can do my work at the same time. And I'm mm. trying to convince her to go in the basement and just be like, it's a better TV anyways in the basement. Go down there and play so that I can come up here and still like get ready for work in the morning and and smash through a bit of a games. But it's a lot different for the fact that like we're playing. Um, we get a lot of games from a company called Outright Games. They're phenomenal. They started supporting us at Three Dads a uh, really long time ago, like right off the bat. We DM them one time and they were all about it because we started reviewing their games. And my daughter was playing their games. And I truly, truly, truly think that they taught my daughter how to play video games. When we grew up as kids, video games for kids were hard. Yep. Like unbelievably hard. Yep. And they're very good at having a wide, wide, wide variety of games for kids. Um, some of them are hard. I'll, I'll admit, like we're playing one right now. Um, we're playing uh, Dragons, DreamWorks Dragons, Legends of the Nine Realms. We just did a boss fight. (laughs) We just did a boss fight that is, I was like, she, she wanted to give up and I'm like, don't. And we kept at it. It took us, it took her about a uh, half an hour to beat this boss. Mm -hmm. It was a little too hard for my tastes for a game for kids. And there's no difficulty settings in this game, which irked me in a kid's Mm -hmm. game. But usually they're very good. Like they all just released on game pass that Paw Patrol game. And right. what it'll do is the cart, you can actually have it so the cart always goes back to the center of the um, to the lane, just like Mario Kart does, actually. Um, the accessibility settings are really good. Um, and she learned platformers on that. She's learned open world games like Spirit and My Little Pony. And now she is playing Disney's... Disney's... Well, Dreamlight Valley. Dreamlight, Jesus. I was Got like you. DreamWorks, because I said DreamWorks, Legends of the Night. Yep. So Dr- Disney's Dreamlight Valley is her jam right now more than anything. She changes her costume. She decorates her house. She can't read, yet she can figure out the what to do in the game. Like she's getting all the, the sticks. She's like, she's talking to each character and she's just figuring it out how to complete missions. And she wants to, like, she's the one who said, well, no. Like I was like, oh, I can bring the Switch. She's like, but I can't play that game on it. I'm not going <laughs> to tell her that I could... Yeah, you could buy it. Buy it on Switch. No, it, it's on Game Pass. That's not, you yeah. know how I work. Mm-hmm. If the game is on Game Pass, I'm not buying that's it on worth, any of the console unless its played. name is MLB The Show. 
Yep. And <laughs> so actually, I probably Disney on the Switch would actually make more sense. But anyways, I she is so addicted that she wants to play this game in Florida. And I've decided I was like, I thought this would be hilarious. I said to her, I was like, you know what we could do, honey? She's like, what? I'm like, well, we could play it on my phone. She's like, no. I'm like, yes. No. Okay. On my phone. She has taste. And I'm like, and we can do that at Disney at the Magic Kingdom. And we'll just do it for fun. And she's like, are you kidding me? I'm like, no, we can do it. Like, I can hook up to their Wi-Fi there. Because believe it or not, Disney has phenomenal Wi-Fi. A uh, friend of the show, Matt Assemble, just got back mm. from there. Said the Wi-Fi oh, is phenomenal. I can hook up to Game Pass and break the fourth wall and play Disney's Dreamlight Valley in the Magic Kingdom. And she wants to do that. That's something she wants to do. So it's it's different for me now that my daughter loves video games, which is great. It only takes some getting used to because mm-hmm. she she knows which console's which, which is Xbox, which is PlayStation. She knows how to turn them on, turn them off. She knows how to change the audio, like change which one mm-hmm. uh, on the TV. She knows which games are on which consoles. So it's different. And she's excited about games that are coming out. Like she knows there's a game I know that's going to be released. I'm not going to say it on here that I know is coming to outright mm-hmm. games. And she is so excited for this game. Like beyond. She's also very excited about the 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 Lego games. When she yeah. hears there's a new Lego game, she's all about it. That's so awesome, dude. I'm so glad, uh, you know, on how gaming has changed for you and evolved because like, I know we've been having this conversation for months now, but it always makes me so happy to hear like, you know, it's almost like the, the Emma update. Like what's Emma into now? What's she playing? How is she learning? What is she changing? How is she growing within the space alongside you? Cause it's so cool. It's like, I don't know, like Lou, are you, you know, your possible kids down the line, do you want them into video games? Is that a thing that you're considering? Of course. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. Can you imagine raiding with your with your kid on WoW? Yeah. Right? Like the idea of that is is so cool for me. And just, you know, like I'm like living vicariously through you for now as I'm being like, what's Emma doing now? What does she like to play? What is she enjoying? Well, I played with her while I was in Texas. I know. She was sitting at the console. I she put my phone up so she could we could talk. And we were I I couldn't play Dreamlight Valley is not a multiplayer. Mm-hmm. But she was putting the camera so I could see the screen. And I was reading what the characters were saying. And then she would then put the phone back and then would, she would have the mission going so that we could talk. See, that warms crazy. my heart. That warms my heart entirely. The fact that A, gaming is at the point now where things like that can happen and technology as a whole. And B, the fact that, you know, she's growing and changing in the space as well. And I'm, I'm excited to continue hearing about your journey with it because, you know, it's cool to look at gaming in a different way, in a way that I can't tangibly understand as of yet. But to hear from you is always exciting. And that's why I want to get back into other games. I'm like, I, I want to play something. I want to play a game <laughs> again. I got really hooked in. I think maybe that's why I got hooked into the show because I needed something that I could just jump in and jump out because my my daughter, my daughter uses the console more than I do. So let me ask you this. When she was younger, where, did you ever do the thing? Because like when I was growing up, you know, I have two younger brothers uh, and it was the thing that like when mi- my middle brother reached a point where he was able to actually play games with me obviously the youngest one would be sitting there being like i want to play and like we'd give him like a nintendo 64 and kind of put it under the playstation and be like yeah yeah, yeah you're playing you're playing we'd give him a controller for a completely different console have you ever done that have you ever been like yeah, yeah you're playing with me you're playing with me and just handing them a different controller no so i've been um my brother's three years older so i've always been the youngest so mm-hmm. i've always been lucky like he's sherpa me throughout and he's very good at games so i've always had that sherpa and he's always let me try 
Um, Emma's very first game she ever played was Miles Morales Spider-Man on release day. Um, and all she would do was she would, I would let her swing around mm-hmm. and we played it at around Christmas time. So that became a Christmas game and she would swing around Brooklyn. And then when she's like, daddy, bad guy, and she would give me the controller back. And then <laughs> she got to play Astro Playroom. And that was the first game I think that she fell in love with video games. She liked Spider-Man just for swinging. Mm-hmm. And when we got the codes for Spider-Man PC, she lost her mind because this office, I share it with her. So her desk is actually right beside me. Um, so she does her homework and everything there. So when she's done that, she's allowed to play video games. So she understands that on Steam, she can play Spider-Man. So if I'm using the Xbox or the PlayStation that's in here, she can be like, Daddy, can you put it on the uh, the, the, the the water app? Because they call it Steam. She thinks it's the water app. I'm like, yeah, oh yeah. and God. I'll throw on Spider-Man. She's also got, I've downloaded uh, this Lego game that she likes playing. Um, she hated Roblox. She didn't like Minecraft, which is hilarious. Um, and I'm afraid to ever let her play Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, that's, that's, she'll, she'll be in. She'll be in 100%, especially if she's already enjoying Disney Dreamlight Valley, giving her cute she little likes animals. Disney for the characters, though. I know, but I mean, it's Animal Crossing. They're adorable little animals, you know? That's, that's an easy sell for a kid, too. So before I go on my question journey, I'm going to toss it over to Lou in case he has something to ask, because I have a couple more things that I want to round out the show with. Sure. Yeah. No problem. Um, I want to know, Court, what, what, if you had to pick one game, what is the one game that you think is the best game of all time? Maybe that you think is the is the the most deserving of uh, the title of uh, art, or perhaps the game that was really important to you. Um, sorry, Matt. I think I'm I'm stealing your one of your questions. You're good. But, um, so he knows the answer, that, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, let's hear it. What 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 game well, comes to mind when I say this? When it, when it comes to the most fun I've ever had in a game, it would be Super Mario World, um, by far. Uh, even though the NHLs I had, a Super Mario World, I just enjoyed it with so many different people. But if I'm going to go down as the best game for me, personally, of all time, it's The Last of Us Part 1. Um, no. Sorry, was that Part it, 2? No, Part 1. Um, I finished it twice on the PlayStation 3. And then when it came out on the PlayStation 4, I finished it twice again. I went down to an emotional journey with both of both times playing it through. This time playing it, uh, and Matt knows this, I had a hard time finishing it a lot of the times. And it wasn't because um, it was, oh, I'm playing this game again. I felt the subtle upgrades, I shouldn't call them subtle, the upgrades that they did to this and the facial expressions of the characters and the modeling brought more... Um, impact than i've ever seen in a video game that i had to put the controller down i was like i can't play for a bit i i finished the first scene the prologue at the beginning of the game and i had to stop playing i couldn't play because i needed to hug my daughter before i could play anymore and i've never had that feeling i was like nope i cannot play i was crying i was like this is this is oh my god i knew what was coming and it destroyed me Mm -hmm. and i even think of sarah waking up now and it just oh my god it is not it is just every time i hear her i just i see that in my head of her waking up and walking around looking for him and i'm just like oh my god and then there was so many more impactful scenes that they didn't impact me the same way i i knew um that i love the game i love the story because i i I truly feel it is the most heart-wrenching and true to story we've ever played in a video game 
it is unbelievably that how well it was story written and I it even left behind like to bring that type of story to a video game wasn't heard of at the time. No one did that story. They were even ridiculed for making the character the way they did. People were mad at the time, if you remember. Mm -hmm. Now it's like that's a normal thing to have an LGBTQ community character in a game. That's just normal. Mm -hmm. yeah. But back then, that wasn't normal. That was a big deal. Um, and they they took risks to do that. And they have so many different the 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 combat styles, but there's a scene where Ellie is with David in a bar that's on fire. That's the best way I can describe it without giving away yep. that I, I told Matt there's it happens at a point where Joel comes into the scene and Ellie is crying and Joel is consoling her and then there's silence. When that happened before, I'm pretty sure I was just like, whatever. Mm -hmm. I was so emotionally drained just from that because I, I, I truly was like, she's my daughter. Like that. It was, I'm a father. It was, Oh my God. And I could feel the emotion, the raw emotion from them just talking without sound, Joel and Ellie to being the most impactful scene I've ever seen in a video game. There's, I, I, I wanted to put it online, but it, it's such a spoiler to, to put yep. that scene online. So I was like, I can't, but it's unbelievable. The one I did put online is there's a scene in, in this game because it's the only game where I it's almost like Batman 89 the movie and, and back to the future where I can give you scene by scene and what happens and they're on top of them looking at the Capitol building and Ellie looks over at it and she says Un that's unbelievably beautiful and Joel looks at her not at the Capitol building and just smiles and it's there when Joel finally takes down his walls of aggression and emotion and what he's been through and his journey where he's like, nothing will ever happen to this girl again, because I will mm -hmm. make sure of it. And you can, and as a parent, that was the difference playing this game this time where I was just like, Oh my God. I said to Matt, like I, I platinum it so quick. I was like, I, I messaged Matt one day. I'm like, you know, I'm just gonna platinum it today. He's like, what? I'm like, yeah, I'm just gonna platinum. <laughs> before our show, I wanted to make sure I had a yeah. platinum before we did the review on the show. And I don't think I can go back to it again. And usually I can go back to play a game. I don't think I want to go on that journey again because it destroyed me playing a so, video game. I, I, I love that. And I, I know how much you love and care about this game. And I know uh, your true feelings about part two and how it's better. Um, but to round out the conversation, I, I want to ask because so like, <laughs> um, I want to ask because it's like now, you know, we do the PlayStation Drive together. You're on Xbox A, you're on Three Dads, you're very prominently part of Carpool, you know, you're running the socials, you're doing all these things. And we've spoken about mental health before and how important it is. How do you take care of yourself throughout all of this? As you've already mentioned, you know, near the top of the show that, you know, even dealing with public speaking can be difficult. So how do you take care of yourself throughout all of this? Because all this can be draining. It is constantly being on. It is constantly putting yourself out there in a way that I feel like is not on like there's no other there's nothing else that compares to the way that we do things as content creators in this space not to say it's difficult not to say it's easy it's different how do you take care of yourself in the midst of all that not very well sometimes um mm -hmm. i i don't know if you remember a couple of weeks ago i was just like i put into our message i was like so i'm outie for a little bit yep and i just needed time um mm -hmm. because i just i and it's kind of funny i it was right after the last of us 
where I was just like, I- I'm done for a bit. Um, and I think maybe because I got emotionally drained from it, or if I have issues at home, I make that first. That's the thing. I have no problem of not being on social media for a whole weekend. I'm a, I'm going away to Florida and the old me would have been like, Hey, I'll still do the stuff while I'm away. And this time mm-hmm. I uh, discord, I'm like, yeah, so I'm out. Like I'm out. I'm not going to, I'll, I'll, I'll joke around. I'll maybe still be there, but that's not going to be a priority to me. Um, mm-hmm. New, new member to carpool, Seth, he's going to take over. And I think that helps a lot. People being able to, to, to do things and, and saying no problem. Like the, when, when I was away, but I could tell that you were having a bad day and you were, and I was like, you know what? I'm not, I'm in my hotel room, no big deal. And I did the, Hey, here, can we get some questions? And yeah. you were like, thank you because you were having a bad day. I think that helps a ton. Like, especially at carpool, we always seem to look after each other. Um, and I know, you know, Sean does a great job of like being a, a soundboard for me when I text him. Um, but I also, I, I see someone. So if I really need someone, I, I make a phone call and I go see someone. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife is amazing. Um, especially for when I was having panic attacks and such, she was, um, she was there for me to, to calm me down and such, but I have no problem getting help if I need it. And I think that's mm-hmm. like, the biggest thing people need to do. And it's the biggest step that has, it's a hard time for people to do. And it's a hard time to admit that, you know, I need help. Like when I had my concussion, I suffered a mental breakdown, like a straight up mental breakdown. I almost committed myself. I didn't know what I was doing. Mm -hmm. I, I, my mind did not work properly. And, um, I lost, I, I lost a year of my life. And so I know what that means now. So for me, my family gets me through a lot. And so like, that's why, you know, going to Florida is very important for us. I'm, I'm going to shut off. I'm going to, when I'm at Disney, I'm not going to be checking Twitter. I, I won't give a rats, you know, mm-hmm. it is what it is. I'm missing the start of the NHL season while I'm away. I'm missing the release of NHL while I'm away. And it is what it is. Mm-hmm. I, there was games we could have done. I put it in there. The Ghostbusters thing today. I put it in the review yeah. thing. I'm like, Hey, who won? I want, I would love to play that game. I can't review it. I got uh, destroy all humans. I was like, I, I can't do that. I, I don't yeah. have time for it. I don't know. It's to take the best way to take care of yourself is to um, t- make time for yourself. And I love that. And I appreciate that. And I think that is something that is difficult to do. Cause like, like you mentioned, like, I think that's something that, you know, at least you and I, I feel like, especially with the PlayStation drive, we do a good job of being like, today sucks, or this is what's going on, or this is what's going on. And I think we do that really well with burnout as well. It's just having these, honest and frank conversations of sometimes just being like today was hard you know it's, it's just it's one of those days um well, you so, had a bad day today i did have I a bad day to ask you about it and i haven't I asked did. you about it yet and well, i know today, it's, we're running a little long but maybe no, it's you okay. need to air out your bad day today was just one of those days where it's just like there's there's a lot going on in life and sometimes things just run to a head all at the same time and today was just one of those days where it's just like I had to go into the office because I'm taking a work from home day on Thursday because we're leaving for Korea on Friday. You know, this weekend was busy just because we're prepping and stuff. And like, just there was a lot going on. I didn't sleep well. And it was just one of those things that everything felt on fire all at the same time. And it's one of those things where I've learned now to be like, okay, hold on, take a step back and breathe a second. Today, the rest of the day, I know we had the show. I was excited to do it. I was excited to have you on burnout. There was things where I was like, okay, focus on that get to that moment and then enjoy the rest of the evening, go to sleep and then try again tomorrow. So 
I appreciate that court. And that does mean a lot to me because I feel like I truly do feel like, you know, we do take care of each other. And I'm glad that we have these conversations because I think these conversations are important because I feel like it's it's really easy to get lost in the shuffle of like, oh, we got this game from PlayStation. Like, oh, we're reviewing this. Oh, we're doing that. How cool is this opportunity that we got? And I'm super thankful for everything, for every opportunity that we do get sent our way. But I feel like it's important to step back and have these conversations as well, being like, hey, you okay? You know, is everything going all right? What do you need to talk about? And I'm glad that we do that for each other, all of us. Yeah, so, and I was even surprised if you noticed when I was talking about a game I wanted to review, and then Ryan's like, dude, you, you can't do that. Like, that's <laughs> too much. Like, yeah. he's like, I know you can physically do it, but I don't think you should. Because yep. he's like, you're, then you're reviewing, like, back to back to back. He's like, mm-hmm. don't do it. I was like, you know what? You're right. Like every now and then you got to, you got to just be like, all right, you know what? I'm out. I'm yep. good. Like I know the next game I'm reviewing is God of War. I don't think I'm reviewing anything else for the year. I'll get Hogwarts on day it releases, but you know, that's my review year, just, that's what? next year. Exactly. That's next year. But that's like the next game. Oh, well, next one after that. Actually, Callisto. No, yeah. No, Gotham Knights, but no, no. Goat Simulator 3. Why well, you already committed to it. You know, you're in. <laughs> well, that, that will be fun. But Gotham Knights. <laughs> I, I have a hard, that's one thing that people, uh, it's a very big misconception. It's, it's cool. Yes. hundred percent feel very grateful that we get games. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, sometimes trying to finish those games, is tough. Yep. And having the conversations in like an earnest and on, uh, and an earnest and honest way, I think is always important. And, um, Lou, so I, I want to ask you real quick, how do you take care of yourself in the midst of all this? Because I feel like, you know, again, we do the show every week together and we're always talking, but how do you take steps to take care of yourself? Yeah, sure. Um, so surrounding myself with people I love is important. I'm having a bad day. I'll make some time to spend, spend some time with Julia. Uh, we'll watch something or we'll play a game or we'll just chat or spend some time with our pets or whatever it is. Um, and of course, just like we're saying here, making time for ourselves. I'm a serial introvert. So if I don't have a certain amount of time of the day dedicated to just being alone, mm-hmm. I get I, I start to get antsy and I start to think about when am I going to get to have some some recharge time, you know? Um, so, yeah, no, I, I completely agree with with everyone. Um, yeah, absolutely. Hell yeah. Well, everyone, that brings us to the end on a sh- of the end of the show. What a wonderful note to end on. Remember, always take time for yourself. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other because, you know, the world always feels on fire. And if we're not going to stop to check in on one another, then who will? Court, before we do go, I want to say thank you. I know this week is already busy enough for you. You've already been on multiple shows today. You're leaving imminently, but you still made time for us. So thank you for doing that. I, I know. Sunday. I did Sunday. I did Monday. I know. I'm with you, dude. I'm right with you. I completely understand. But Court, if people did want to see and more hear more from you, where could they do so? They can find me on Twitter at Court Alone. My all my links are there. Um, my three dad links, my carpool, everything's there. It's all there. Go find Court. Support him because genuinely, I appreciate you, Court. I love doing the PlayStation Drive with you each and every week. I'm glad that we're a team over at Carpool. I'm glad that you came over and hung out with us here. Thank you for doing what you do because you are crushing it. And even if you don't hear that enough. I'm very grateful for who you are. So thank you. Keep doing you. Thank you. And you know, I always got your back hundred percent. That brings us to the end of the show. Everyone make sure you go check out carpool gaming. If you somehow aren't watching the PlayStation drives that was yet, then fucking come over and watch it every Friday. Well, most Fridays at 1 PM Eastern we're live, or you can find it on your network of choice. Come yeah, hang out with us. Forget to upload it. Yeah. Which happened once, <laughs> but 
everyone, thank you so much for watching, and we'll see you next week. Peace. Thank you.